I've got some great news for Football Nation Radio listeners. Our supportive partner, Northern Motor Group, is offering $250 off any in-stock vehicle this end of financial year. That's if you take delivery before the 30th of June. With eight big car brands, MG, Nissan, Kia, Isuzu Ute, Jeep, Ram, Samsung, Peugeot and Pacific Caravans, it's literally a one-stop shop for all your driving needs. Plus, with over 150 quality pre-owned vehicles, Northern Motor Group really does have your next vehicle purchase ready and waiting. Don't wait. Visit www.northernmotorgroup.com.au today. They're in Grimshaw Street, Bundura, and tell them George sent you. LMCT 6595. Pickett, she lays it off, Teresa Polaris! It's an absolute peach! Is driving! What a hit from Melina Rez! Wow! And Sam Kerr has a hat-trick! Meet him up, We're always expanding our reach and trying to get new players in the radio dub bubble so that we can claim more and more credit when people do good things. And I think we might be taking an important step in that process today, Pakua. Absolutely. I think that here on Radio Dub, we only we, we have to aim for excellence and uh, we have to aim to get players on that exude excellence. And we saw that last night from this player. We are lucky enough to be joined by Brianne Reid uh, from South Melbourne Centre-Back. Brianne, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thank you very much. I'm really... I'm not going to lie. I knew who you were, obviously, love the NPL, so I knew who you were, right? And then uh, our uh, amazing co-host uh, sometimes, uh, Miranda Templeman, posted you on her story. And I was like, oh, let me just, let me, and it was the, the late, you know, the winner that you scored on the weekend. I was like, let me just click on her page real quick. And then I saw that you were, uh, you're from Dare to Dream. Am I, have I said it? Right to Dream. Right to Dream. Every time, <laughs> no, do you know what it is? I switch right and Dream every time in my... It too. <laughs> I do it all the time. Um, but from Right to Dream, which I love because obviously they got a base in Ghana as well, that Ghana Danish collab. I want to, can you explain how you got involved with them and how that all came about? Yeah, sure. So I played uh, for four years at FC Norseland, and FC Norseland is in Denmark, but it's owned by this academy in Ghana called Right to Dream. And one of my first weeks there, the founder, Tom, came and sat with us and just explain what Right to Dream is and why it was important to the club. And from the moment he started talking about it, I was like, this is something that it just, it aligned with a lot of things with me. I love football. I love girls in football. I love girls caring about football who also care about their education. Um, so as soon as I heard about that, I was like, this is something that I want to stick around for. See, I, I love that because... We've got some some great players, obviously. In the men's side, it's easy. Mohamed Kudus, love him. As a Ghana native, the World Cup was a special, was a special time for me. And obviously, I've been... Pardon? I said you can't not love him. He's no, great. you can't. He's fantastic, and Arsenal should sign him. But that's not the <laughs> point. Uh, I, hearing about it, and obviously you may went to Ghana with, uh, with uh, Right to Dream. What was your experience like in Ghana, and where did you go? Uh, so I actually, I went two times. I went to the academy. Um, and the first time I went, I was with the U18 girls team and I was like a chaperone and leader on that trip. Um, and we spent time at the academy with the kids. We sat in on some of their classes. We had trainings. 
The second time I went, I went for our preseason camp. We went to Ghana. We played against um, Hazaka's Ladies, which was the um, that was the first time a European and an African team had played in on African soil, which was awesome. We went to Elmina Slave Castle, and that experience was so much more cultural. Um, and just getting an opportunity to, to see where my people potentially came from, I don't know. But it was it was an emotional trip, but it was it was incredible. I I feel so privileged to be able to have gone down to the academy and interacted with the kids um, and just get to experience all of that. See, I, I, I love that. So you've actually traveled more places in Ghana than I have, and I'm a little embarrassed <laughs> about it. Um, so we're just going to move on. Oscar, you got a question for Brie? So many questions for Brie because it's, it, it is such a, a fun story and an interesting one. I mean, you spoke, Brie, about the combination between football and education and I think just a more holistic life in general experience. What does Right to Dream do on like a day-to-day basis that enables them to combine all those parts and to do it so well and to be so effective in that mission? Yeah, so um, a big part of the academy is the kids grow up in that academy. They're playing football, they're going to school, um, and then once they reach the age of, I can't remember what their graduating age is, but the kids have the opportunity to either go to Denmark to pursue a professional career with FC Northland, they can go to universities in the UK, or they go over to the US and they go to a boarding school to potentially go to college. Um, and when I heard about that, I still work with some of the girls who've graduated and her, who are in the U.S. now um, and kind of figuring out the college system because I've been through it. So I want to be able to help them uh, the ways that I can. And see, I love that. I love that. I, I, I hope that uh, ultimately this leads to Ghana winning the World Cup. <laughs> Um, the women's World Cup, and uh, that's, that's the goal like, of I'm everything, ready. really. I'm at the ready. end of the day, I am. I'm set. It's all. It's it's a uh, yeah. It's all about Ghana here for, for me. But um, I've got to, obviously you've made your way down to the MPL. How was life treating you in the MPL? Obviously, when you're scoring late winners, it, it makes you feel pretty good, and you're probably living on cloud nine at that point. Yeah, I, I am a hundred percent enjoying myself, and I play my best football when I. I'm just having fun. And I felt like that's what the NPL has offered me. Um, I came to Australia because I've been wanting to play here for a few years. And with the World Cup aligning this summer, I was like, there's no way I'm going to miss this opportunity. I'll come play in the NPL, hopefully make my name for my, make a name for myself, and then hopefully get on an A-League team. See that? I like that. Nessie, I like that ambition because... Big planning. Big yeah. planning. You know, so we only have big planners here on Radio Dub. We don't have, you know, small thinkers. It's not Visionaries. Visionaries. We're not, yeah. even, we're not even trying those things. Now, Bray, I've got to ask, watching your game, something I'm really, like, was really impressed with, because uh, the first time I've ever seen you play live was yesterday in the Nike FC Cup game. And I thought you, you read the game so well and you're so quick to... to attacking you're always on the front foot as a defender which sometimes some defenders you know they tend to sit back as you would know they sit back and just and then you know at the right try to wait almost for the perfect time but you're always on the front foot and I really like that about your game how was your game developed throughout your career were you always sort of like that or I just completely misread the type of player that you are (laughs) I truly I didn't learn how to be a defender until I got to college so when I was 18 I had a coach who actually decided that they wanted to teach me how to play and all the things it takes to be a good defender. Um, And she was the one that kind of set me on the path, kind of gave me all these foundations. Um, I've always had kind of a natural athletic ability. I never 
would have thought that I'd be playing soccer, but I'm apparently pretty good at it. Um, <laughs> but my game has evolved so much from just being like a pure power player running through people and just sprinting all the time to having to be a bit more tactical and read the game a bit more. Imagine being such a talented individual Honestly. that you just accidentally end up Honestly. being one of the best players in MPLW. It just happens. It just happens. Just a thing of life, you know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, uh, Bri, before we just move on from this point, what other sports were you thinking about playing? Like, were you just, was it, was it track and field? Like, what was the vibe? So I thought I was going to be an Olympic gymnast. Gymnastics had my heart from age three, and I was for sure that's what I was going to do. I had a scary injury that kind of made me scared of gymnastics, and then I was like, okay, well, I've been playing soccer too. Let's like actually Let's try with this. One. Yeah, exactly. I, I threw a little bit of track in there. I loved it. I was a jumper and I did basketball too, but that, let me tell you, it's not my forte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. You can't be great at everything. Yeah, just, just a couple <laughs> yeah, just of sports couple, will do. Just a couple of sports. You know, I'm scared of gymnastics, but for very different reasons and it's got nothing to do with injuries, <laughs> but that's fair enough. I don't Look, think you can reach your toes, Oscar. I don't believe me. You, oh, no chance. Yeah. No chance. <laughs> I would love just a drip of the quality that Brianna Reid has or the, the talent, but that's okay. We'll, we'll continue to live our lives as it is. I mean, I want to go back to the point that you were talking about coming to Australia, Brianna, where you were saying that there were a few reasons or you'd wanted to come to Australia for a number of years. And of course, there is the World Cup, as you mentioned. But were there any other reasons that you'd been given as to why this might be the route you'd like to take? Or I guess I'm trying to get what was the reputation of Australia overseas when you were hearing about it? Yeah. So I've had a few friends who played in the NWSL who in their off season, they were coming to Australia to play in what was the W League. Um, and after hearing about their experiences, I was like, this sounds like something I'm interested in. And I have a friend who plays for Victory, um, Catherine Zimmerman. We uh, played club soccer together back in New Jersey. And when I was thinking about her, I was sending her messages like, tell me what it's like, blah, 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 getting all the details. And the more she was talking about it, I was like, this sounds like a fit for me. I'm ready for something new. Um, Australia has been on my list. So now's the time. See, we, we appreciate Friend of the show, Catherine Zimmerman. She's actually. done all right in Australia. She's, she's, she's done all right. Scores a few Zimmerman. goals, a couple yeah. of world seasons. A couple so, of championships, you know, yeah, just as you bad. do. No, no, we, we like Zim here on the show. She's fantastic. Um, but I, I wanted to ask you, obviously, you've played – You've played at the highest level in terms of playing for your national team and playing for the Dominican Republic. What was that experience like? And, and when did you find out that you'd made the squad? Uh, it was, it's a weird story because I've always wondered about the Dominican national team. And I did my research. And for many years, it just said, did not enter, did not enter, <laughs> did not enter, talking about the major tournaments. So I assumed there was no team. And then eventually my dad was like, let me dig and see what I can find. So we sent an email to the Federation, I think back in at the end of 2020, just for the hell of it to say, hey, Vibes. let's give it a shot. <laughs> and they responded, they were like, we'd love to have you. We didn't know you were Dominican because my last name is Reed, um, but my mom's maiden name is Perez, which is very Dominican. But you don't know that about me when you look at my name. Um, so then July 2021, I went to my first camp and it is just... It is my favorite experience of football at the moment to be able to represent my mom's country. Um, and it's it's just so fun. I love going to camp every time. So not only just fell into football, but also had to go and reach out to a national team to ask them, by the way, do you want me to play for you as opposed yeah, to the other way around? You missing out. Yeah, like, like, you, hello? You Have you seen me play football? Are you, are you out of your mind? Are you crazy? <laughs> so you, you, you've had those experiences. You've played in a number of countries now. 
Brian, what's the bigger picture goal, visions? What would you like to achieve with your football career going forward? Um, man, that's a good question. I'm already playing a lot longer than I thought I was going to. Um, I still would like to get a Champions League game under my belt. Um, we'll see if with the time left that I have in football, if I can do that. But I mean, that is that is like the crown of football. And to be able to say that I played in a Champions League game would just like that would that would tick off my last box, I think. That, no, that, I think that's a, that's a really cool goal. I yeah. like that. I like that. But don't play against Arsenal. We don't like that. We don't, <laughs> we don't need a, we don't need any anything. But for Arsenal. Before Arsenal. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, please. We would be happy. Uh, I wanted to MPL life. Who? What's the squad? What's been like getting to know the squad? Is there any Australian lingo that you're just not familiar? You're not really understanding that we could like help you understand right now. You know, I've done my research. The first week. Um, Arvo was thrown out there, yeah, and I thought it was an incorrect spelling of avo, meaning avocado. Yeah. <laughs> That's ever to learn soon. <laughs> um, and there's a few other phrases Australians use "reckon" a lot. They're like, "I reckon we'll go to the movies." I'm like, for us, "reckon" wasn't used like unless you live way down south and you have a southern accent. So, <laughs> That's how you a would a great way to describe Australian culture sometimes. <laughs> what, way down south, <laughs> way down south <laughs> with an accent. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a few few little words here and there that I'm like, huh, I got to add that to my vocab, see if I can make it sound natural. <laughs> no fair. I mean, broader life in Australia, has anything surprised you about living in, in Melbourne or in Australia more generally? Um... Honestly, you know, it was really surprising, the Greek culture influence in Melbourne. I remember looking it up before, and I think it's like the biggest Greek population outside of Greek, uh, outside of Greece itself, which was shocking to me because I was like, what are all these Greek people doing down in Australia? <laughs> They're dominating the NBL is what's happening. Well, yeah. I mean, you are in a hotbed of Greek culture oh, in honestly, Melbourne yeah. at South Melbourne, Melbourne Football yeah. Club. So that probably helps that experience. Grandma. So it just brings it all together. It's 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 fantastic. There is I the, my the thing I appreciate most most about having so many Greeks in Australia is the abundance of Greek food available. Yeah, because uh, it's my number one reason why I go to the NPL games a lot of the times when it's <laughs> when I see that it's a. A formerly, you know, a, a Greek history, you know, mm. a, you know the club's based in. I'm more than happy to go because I know I'm going to have a great time, and also the food is going to be ten out of ten. There are layers to football in there this are, country, aren't there? There are. There are. Food is number one. And they're though. all very tasty. Yes. Exactly. Food is definitely number one. Uh, Brie, with uh, South Melbourne, who's been a player that you've, when you've watched them at training, you've been like, oh yeah, I get it. I get it. You are. Um, you're that good. Um, I mean, Danny's an easy one. When I was thinking about coming to South, I saw that the leading goal, leading goal scorer from last season moved to South, and I was like, I want to play with her. Um, and then I've also been really impressed, uh, by Misha Westland. She came in late in our season, but she just like so seamlessly fits into our team and just kind of organizes our midfield. And yeah, I really enjoyed playing with them.
when we spoke to Danielle Wise a couple oh, of weeks ago, we were on a bit actually, of a run. I feel like we just get we uh, we know we know football. <laughs> we know football. <laughs> no, well, maybe we're just getting lucky. No, but we spoke to to, to DJ Wise as yes, we called her DJ because Wise. she professed to being <laughs> in charge. Of she the watched music. the interview. Did you hear that, Oscar? Uh, well, we're global. We're, we're global. huge. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I did want to get your opinion. I mean, does DJ Wise do a good job? Is she is she getting the vibes right consistently? Are you happy with that environment? Oh yeah, I'm very happy. I can't I can't say the same for like the younger kids in the locker room, but for the like 24 plus in the locker room, we are vibing and it's a good time. <laughs> okay, nice. What are you What are you adding to the to the playlist? What are you What are you making sure there has to be there at least once? Uh, definitely adding some Beyonce into there. Solid, solid. Pete can't go wrong with that. New stuff or old stuff? What's the vibe? Uh, I like a lot of the old stuff. Yeah, no. I am Sasha Fierce is one of uh, my locker room throwback vibe, so I feel like it would fit in. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's solid because Beyonce is a hit maker. Oh yeah. Now, actually, you're actually you've just walked into a question that I was debating with my friend a couple months ago after the um oh. after the Super Bowl. Uh, there was a when Rihanna performed, it was fantastic. I asked my friend, I said, and I I didn't pressure her about the what the answer was. I said, who has more hits, Rihanna or Beyonce? Now, since you're a, Beyonce fan, who do you think has more hits? You know, that's that's a deadly question. And and I want to say, that's, when I say Beyonce, I don't mean no Destiny's Child. It doesn't count because that's just like, uh, it's too much there. Okay. All right. Here's my breakdown. I think Beyonce has produced albums that have been hits, whereas I think Rihanna has more like one track or one or two tracks off the albums that are big. This is what I'm saying. You see, you understand because we had to. We, this debate got got very serious and very intense. We were looking up Wikipedia stats, and I was, and I was looking at it, and I said, Rihanna's got the numbers to back it up, and I, I think that's the right pick. Not saying one is better than the other. Quite <laughs> frankly, I'm scared of both fan bases, and uh, I don't want anyone to come up to, to haunt me one day. But uh, no, that's a solid pick. Who? What else are we? Who's got the worst music taste? <laughs> um, not that they'll listen to the pod, but um, who's got the worst? Throw them there? under the bus. Yeah, honestly, I can't say because Danny's always DJ, and I never complain, <laughs> so nobody messes with that. Okay. DJ Wise, an, author- an authoritarian DJ, just doesn't let anyone yeah. else step in. It's 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 exclusively <laughs> DJ Wise's hits. But look, he does a good job. Yeah. Playing. Well, it sounds like it. Plenty of people are happy with it. And, and, and the team's going well. I mean, talking about the team as a whole, at this stage of the season, top of the league, in the cup semi-final, things are going pretty well for a South Melbourne team that didn't necessarily have things all their way last time round. I mean, I presume that you'll take a lot of the credit for the, for the turnaround <laughs> in South Melbourne's fortunes. Oh, gosh. Why do you guys say things like this? <laughs> I, I mean, it's... It's obviously a team effort. I'm so happy to be here and to be able to do my part for the team, but I don't score all of the goals. I'm not the leading goal scorer on the team. I'm not the one distributing in the midfield. So it, all the pieces come to make you see, it work. You see, I only scored Oscar, three or four. Oscar, you, know, it's three four. <laughs> you see these humble people, Oscar, you yeah. know what? This is why they're successful, because I could never. I could never be, be this humble. If Pakua scores three goals from centre back, oh, wow. You wouldn't even see me. You would Given not the see me. Door, it's game I would, over. I would be sending my clips international, okay? God, I'd hold a press conference for myself. That's how serious Would it you would be sending be. them to the Dominican Republic National Day? Just Absolutely. by the way. <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> what is, um, what's something, actually, on touching on the Dominican Republic, what's something about the style of like Dominican Republic football, because obviously every country, they've kind of got their own sort of identity or is that just kind of 
slowly progressing at the moment? I think we're still finding it. We just got a new coach and he's Colombian. Um, so it's very much Latin American style of football, which I like because he wants to keep the ball. He doesn't want to just kick it and run. Um, I've done that kind of football and it's no fun. So I appreciate what he's trying to create. But let me tell you, the Latin American flair with the fouls <laughs> is no j- Anytime you touch someone screaming and rolling, doesn't matter if it's men's or women's. I've seen both sides. It, the drama is there. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. You know, I hate it, but I also love the the, the theatre of it. You know, as individuals who like theatre, Oscar. Oh, we do, yes. we, we, we appreciate it. Yeah. We, I just, I feel like if you're going to commit, you know, when you, you're fouled, you've kind of got to do the full shebang. There's no point, you know, if you're going to be a little bit theatrical, there's no point being, t- like, too small that people don't even re- realise. It's all about adding the excess. You get what I mean? It's a pretty controversial opinion, ah, but yeah, go right. on. It's right. I think it's right. It's not controversial. It's just right, Oscar. <laughs> I mean, would you would you say that South Melbourne, would you draw any comparisons between the South American style of play and what South Melbourne are trying to do? How do you see what George Georgiatis is trying to build in terms of a style of football? Uh, we're very much a possession-oriented team. Um, and I guess, yeah, I could definitely see some parallels there. We will try to keep it as much as we can until the opportunities open up. Um, we're a team that's happy to have the ball, even if teams want to just sit off. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. Wait for the time, and then we'll go. And uh, and I think that's why you've loved them a lot, Oscar, mm. this season, because I uh, sometimes I, so it's fun to watch teams run, but also sometimes I just like to keep the ball for five minutes. Okay, it'd be nice. <laughs> it'd be nice. It, it calms my nerves. I feel like it calms your nerves. Everybody's relaxed, and the game goes on nicely. Nicely. Um, Going back to that Nike FC Cup game last night against Preston, a really difficult game. It was at times got really slow and it was very cagey. How did you find that game and, and that the winner by Letitia McKenna? How are you feeling after that? You like oh, I, I told uh, you that. I, I'm happy that we won because to come on the show after losing would have been very very <laughs> depressing. We but we I, we definitely sent each other a text being like, "Thank God they won." Yeah. <laughs> um. But we knew the game was going to be tough. Last time we played Preston, they got a red card early in the game and they were down 10. And I knew it wasn't going to be the same team. Um, So I think we were prepared for the fight that came with it. Kind of had to weather the storm a little bit. But I'm really proud that the team was able to dig ourselves out of that that goal from the start and come back. And literally, Letitia just barreling her way through on that second goal. She's a baller. We do. We, we we've had her on the show actually. Season one, yeah. season one radio dub. Mm. We had Letitia McKenna. God, we bring. You see, you've added to a list of greats. <laughs> banger after banger. I'm just after telling banger. you, we don't know what to say. We only believe in stars. <laughs> we only believe in stars here. But um, I, obviously, you guys have got the buy this week. What is mm-hmm. what's your plans? Are you look walk, going around Melbourne or are you chilling at home? I am actually going out to Queensland. I'm going to go. Do a little uh, Great Barrier Reef trip. Oh, nice. I haven't gotten travel much since I've been here, and we had the weekend off, and I was like, I'm getting out of here. I'm going somewhere sunny and warm, and I'm going to go enjoy a beach. <laughs> nice. I, I, I like I, I liked the Great Barrier Reef. Mm. Um, I like that other people like it. I also just can't swim, so it's not for <laughs> me, but um, I like that for you, Brie. <laughs> not going to be a professional swimmer. No, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, what about looking a couple months into the future? Oh, well, it's really just over a month now into the future when the yeah. World Cup is here. How, what, what, what are the plans for, for that month-long celebration? Where are you going to be? What are you going to be doing? Oh, I am going to be trying to catch as many games as possible. Um, I have a few friends who are playing on different teams. 
Um, but there's the Jamaica-Brazil game that's coming here to Melbourne. And it, it pains me that the Dominican Republic didn't make the World Cup, but we lost to Jamaica. So in that sense, yeah. I will support Jamaica and my friends on that team. So I'm so excited for that game um, to just be there and support them. And if somehow I can score um, tickets for the final, I think they moved our game because originally we had a game on the 20th. And I think they moved it. And if I can somehow score tickets, I will fly out to Sydney and I will go to that game. No, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm very much so looking forward to that Jamaica-Brazil game. Jamaica-Brazil, what a game. No, honestly, that's, that's I, all the I'm style almost, in the world. But this is the question, Bree, is that would that game be better watched at the stadium or in a bar with Jamaican and Brazilian fans? That's an excellent question because I have a friend who's going to be here visiting and I'm like, do we go to the game or do we go to a bar and find the vibe and just enjoy in that environment? I don't know which it'll yeah. be. I think it's going to have to be a game time decision. Honestly, I might I might hit up some of my Jamaican <laughs> friends and be like, are you guys throwing a, a party or something? Let me about thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just I need to figure out because obviously I'd love to, you know, go to the game and, and buy a ticket. But I'm all about the vibes. I believe in the vibes mm-hmm. seriously. And I'm just trying to weigh up where would be the better vibes. But I know that the Jamaican and Brazilian fans would make so much noise at the stadium anyway. Yeah. Though, so it's also going to be such an incredible atmosphere there. Now, Bri, I've just got to say, we really appreciate you coming onto the show today and appreciate you putting up with us, uh, putting you in awkward positions co- yeah. uh, constantly. Uh, constantly. It's, it's the vibe of the show. And... Um, it probably will change one day, but right now it's unlikely. unlikely. So we really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, good win last night and uh, good luck with the rest of the season. Enjoy Queensland yeah. as well. And thanks for thanks for having me on. This was fun. No, no stress at all. And uh, we will head to a quick little break and then on the other side we'll talk about the rest of the MPL Victoria women's action.